Laura friend and welcome to the Amazing Space podcast. I'm Alicia Mitchell and whether you are new around here or you've been here for a while, I'm so glad you're here. I love to have a space of my own where creativity has room to breathe and reflections can speak louder than regrets and our relationships can really grow. And that's what Amazing Space is all about. Here, I want to invite you to take some time to connect to the new ideas, to feel comfortable in knowing that you aren't alone, and embrace the general conversations for these very precious moments we have together. It's my hope that you can soon find your special space here each week as we open our arms to new insights and envelop our hearts to the sounds that inspire our soul. So come on in, grab that favorite drink, get comfortable, and let's talk. Hello and welcome back. Time sure flies when you're having fun. I know it has been a long minute since we have visited together and I have truly missed you. I'm excited to be back, but most of all to share with you even more adventures of my own amazing space as life has been so full these past couple months. I don't know about you, but it seems like it should still be April, but here we are. I hope you're enjoying your summer weather. It is on a beautiful sandy beach with a cool ocean breeze or right there in the comfort of your own home, exploring all the new things to stay active and save money. But I have been so blessed to be able to do some traveling and the best part of that for me is being among family and friends. There is just nothing like being in the company of those you love. Well, I can be completely honest. This has been way too long coming. And yet so far away from clear perspective. When I started this podcast, it was a dream, a vision, and an ongoing flow of insight. And I excitedly anticipated sharing these thoughts each and every week. God would drop these beautiful beads of direction and I knew where I was to follow. Because, you know, in a podcast, you are supposed to have an audience. And everyone would ask me when I was going on this venture What are you hoping to share? Who are you hoping to reach? And I remember it so vividly because I struggled with that. I knew what I should do, but I really had to kind of ponder that. And I know this is going to most definitely be the most bizarre thing you've probably heard all day. But even though my heart knew what I wanted to say, I was scared. I was scared to go against the norm. I was nervous to try something I wanted so desperately to try 
and not do it in the way that others perceived that I should. And I have shared these thoughts before. What if it's not successful? And what if no one listens? What if no one gets it? So on and so forth. But these last two months, I have realized my journey is not the norm. And I know you know somewhat of who I am and where I came from, but there is so much more for us to discover because I am still learning every day myself. So April came. My husband and I traveled to my hometown where we were able to minister there for Easter, and it seemed like we really didn't have a chance to stop after that. I had some engagements at my current church and still had to remind myself I am not made of steel. There were a lot of weeks I was tired or weary. We'll get more into that in the future. No worries. But days quickly turned to weeks. And week after week, I would try to sit down and I felt like God stopped speaking. We traveled and we had conferences and we visited family and I met so many wonderful new people. It has been great. Which is why I couldn't understand the space. Just about every day, a piece of my heart was beating a little slower. You see, I love amazing space. No matter how big or how small, I love this place. But something had changed. Something was different in me, in my surroundings. Something was shifting and I did not know how to put it into words. I heard so many encouraging and uplifting words of wisdom and messages. But I still couldn't place it. I just recently heard a message describing the difference between the ocean and outer space in our human capacity. While we have no deficit of space exploration, only about 10% of the ocean has been discovered. 10%. Okay. Water covers 70% of our earth. That's a lot left. What I loved about this analogy is how it rings truth in our own spiritual existence. Everyone loves to go high. We reach for the sky. The platform and the pulpit are highly sought after. We want our names next to thousands of viewers or likes or whatever the trend is now. Yes, being elevated is much more appealing 
being known, being sought after. But not many are found beating down the doors of darkness. Because, my friend, when you want to go deep, it's going to be dark. It's going to take much more dependence on our Most High God. You can't see in the dark. And if you've ever been there, it's lonely. And we don't like to be alone. I have a love for shopping that I can say is pretty reasonable, despite what my husband may comment. I am not an extravagant shopper as far as spending. I find such a unique attraction for finding the best deal on the top brands. I am privy to popular designers, labels, and I know the value of these clothing lines. So when I find Vera Wang for $4.35 at the Goodwill, you better believe I am in heaven. There is something to be said for finding great things, great items at a low cost. But today I find my heart tugging to share this simple thought. How often do we find people wanting to pay great prices for things of little or no value? Overpaying for broken, inadequate, forgotten, thrown away, discarded, unuseful items. There are times I will pay what we call retail price for items. And when I say retail, I'm usually talking about TJ Maxx or Marshalls, Hobby Lobby. There are times I will shop at a boutique every once in a blue moon because I do like unique pieces. But most often, by the time I get home, I have thought about every logical reason why I should not have bought that item or items. Yes, I said items. I may take a second look, but honestly, I have already made up in my mind I could have gotten this cheaper. I don't really need it, and the laundry list just continues until it's back in my car, and I will find a nice Saturday afternoon to complete my return list. As I was thinking about this, I couldn't help but think of my friends who have grown to love this little tradition and will often ask me, so what are you returning today? Now, in every good thing, there is a little devil trying to rain on my return parade. And that is a combination of two words, exchanges only. Oh, how many times I have either gotten to a store or by this level of my adamant return expertise, I just find it on the receipt. Those two life shattering words have appeared only to sink me into a deep despair. I don't want to exchange. I want my money back. Here's your overpriced merchandise. 
I don't want it anymore and I don't need it. As I allow this simple scenario to settle within your heart and travel through the corridors of your thoughts, how many times have we done this to God? We pray for the great things, the deep things, the supernatural. We desire to be used and we want to see miracles. But as that minister so pricely said it, when it means going deep, we want it until we start experiencing quote unquote buyer's remorse, which was actually quite intriguing to me because we never really bought anything. We soon realize that the sacrifice is much more than we bargained for. We don't like the feelings of loneliness. We don't want the criticizing remarks, the possibility of people making their own judgments and assumptions of us or about us. And we certainly don't want the lifestyle changes and adjustments that comes along with sacrificial living, with holiness. It's a challenge to really make the move because it can be so painful. Growing means experiencing the process of pain. So we grab our bag and we head back to the master. Here's your calling back. Here's your hope for my life and what you wanted me to do in my ministry. I don't want it anymore. It's too much. It's too hard. It's too dark. And we try to plead our case in hopes to get a return. And God turns to a sign that reads, Exchanges Only. He knows it's hard. But we cannot forget that the road that we are walking is one that he's already paved. When he sees you, it is not by surprise because he was the one who overpaid. He did make a purchase with a high price for those broken pieces for what others might have discarded or thrown away or found of no value he paid the exceedingly humanly unattainable price 
for you and for me. And there are no returns, only exchanges. As I started to think over these past couple months, I realized what was beginning to happen. You see, God only wants you to see what he sees. Because even though we feel so very unworthy and we feel all of the insecurities and inadequacies, he knows your real value. He changes everything. It is with him and through him and in him that we become priceless. But with our life lived fully for him, it should bring us to a place of wanting to go deeper. We should desire all that he has. And I want to ask you today, what is stopping you? You see, this has been my prayer for years. I have been on a journey and as I have felt at times, that depth of darkness And as I mentioned a couple months ago, realizing what had to happen was exactly the answer to a lifelong destiny. Because God knows the end from the beginning. And even though we stray, He knows our hearts. And He knows where we are today. He knows where you are today. He knew what I would desire and only he can lead me to that place if I am willing. Isaiah 61, 1 through 3, the spirit of the Lord God is upon me because the Lord hath anointed me to preach good tidings unto the meek. He hath sent me to bind up the brokenhearted, to proclaim liberty to the captives and the opening of the prison to them that are bound, to proclaim the acceptable year of the Lord and the day of vengeance of our God, to comfort all that mourn, to appoint unto them that mourn to Zion, to give unto them beauty for ashes, the oil of joy for mourning, the garment of praise for the spirit of heaviness, that they might be called trees of righteousness, the planting of the Lord, that he might be glorified. Exchanges only. You see, he wants your ashes. He wants your mourning. He wants your heaviness. So if you find yourself in that place today, I encourage you, don't forget. There is a promise in the darkness. Because when you look up, 
He is the light. So as I come to a close again, welcome back. I hope you'll continue this journey with me. And yes, it may be a little different because it is my hope to reach every audience because I know there's a God that would want to do the same. Still amazing space, but with a hope to reach every place. Today and every day, I encourage you to love without reason, laugh without regret, and always pray without ceasing. Mm -hmm.